Welcome to Confessional. I'm Kayla Shelton, along with Mike Moran. Tell us your deepest, your creepiest, your darkest. Confess to us. We won't tell. So you can tell us anything. No one's listening. On today's confessional, Mafia True Crime. All right, everyone, welcome to the confessional. My name is Mike Moran, and I am joined today by co host Mike G. How are you, buddy? Worse. Of course you are. Mike, what are we what are we discussing today on the confessional? The Mafia. The Mafia. Yeah. yeah. Are you are you getting in the spirit? I see you got the uh the leather jacket on. You got a bulletproof vest on. Right. In case yeah. we say anything yeah. damaging. Right, yeah. To ourselves. Um yeah, I am a little bit worried about that. Yeah. You, you don't like wanna door, right? you don't wanna upset the mafia and we are that powerful, you know. They're listening. I think so. For sure. Probably. Uh, Mike, our guest today, Yes, this gentleman does comedy all around the DMV area, and I'm not talking about the Department of Motor Vehicles, I'm talking about Delaware, I'm talking about Maryland, I'm talking about Virginia, is DC not included in that? Maybe DC, maybe D double is the D. DC. The Delaware is Delaware is not included in it. Oh, okay. You're thinking of Delmarva. Oh, I thought you're thinking I'm of Delmarva. I'm talking Delaware, I'm talking Milwaukee. <laughs> And I am talking Venice Beach, uh, California. Is there another V state? Dude, I don't think there's any place v, that starts with Yeah, is there any place that starts with V besides Virginia? Not just state. He just said it. Jimmy just said it. Where? He said it. He completely blew me the fuck off, dude. Well, I'm, I'm going to Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, man. <laughs> Venice Beach. Venice Beach, yeah. Good point. Um, anyway, this guy is very funny. He runs a lot of shows. Uh, please welcome to the confessional for the first time, Garrett Harvest. Hello, what's going on, everybody? How you doing, pal? I'm good, man. Thanks for coming by. No doubt. Thank you. Why don't you tell me. us just a little bit about yourself and what you're doing, and plug some things up top? All right, Garrett Harvest. Uh, kind of like what Mike said, do comedy all over the DMV. Host a couple shows in the city of Baltimore. Uh, got a Wednesday open mic that I host every Wednesday at 9 p.m. At Motorhouse, make sure you check that out. Motorhouse at the corner of North Ave and Howard. I do, I host Get Silly Sundays every second and fourth Sunday at Zizmo's. Next one will be November 24th. I also host a monthly showcase with my boy Sam Rubin called You'll Like This. We just had the one year anniversary last week. It was very fun. It's every first Tuesday, 8 o'clock at Brewer's Cask in Fed Hill. And, uh, yeah, just catch me trying to hop on everybody's show like a comedy thought. So. What, uh, where can people find you online, Garrett, for people outside f- of the DMV? True. You can find me on IG, Garrett underscore Harvest, G-A-R-R-E-T-T underscore H-A-R-V-E-S-T. Uh, and Facebook, Garrett Hardy Harvest. Um, yeah. Let me ask you this. Why do I get notifications every time Garrett Harvest puts something on Instagram? Do you get that, Mike? I don't know. I for some reason it's I'll I'll be I'll be it, I won't even be on Instagram yeah. and my phone has to be like, "Whoa, whoa, Mike, Mike, Garrett just posted something." Uh 
I don't know, because that happens, like, uh, it's a couple people who I get uh, notified when they do something. The only thing I can think of is maybe because, because I know we always like message each other. stalking and. Not, <laughs> we always message each other about shows. Right. So maybe they just, like, assume, like, right. these guys are close, so we're always going to let them know when they're doing something online or something. I don't know. It's the only thing I can think of. The <laughs> algorithms got, are weird, man. I, I got a question. I don't know if you know the answer to this, but I always was curious. Why is Motorhouse called Motorhouse? Because it used to sell cars back in the day. Or like make cars, something uh, like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I thought that makes it was a like lot a, of sense. I thought it was like a play on like motor home. Oh no 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 no! They used to make cars. Wow. Yeah, I don't think it was ever a motor home. <laughs> that wouldn't make any sense, would it? <laughs> well, maybe they manufactured motor homes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, arts communities just love taking old blue collar stuff and yeah. and cramming a bunch of nerd stuff in there <laughs> yep. as a big yeah, fu to yeah. the to the. Uh, to the tough guys. And speaking of tough guys, today we are discussing mafia true crime. That's called that a segue. Was a great yeah, segue. I said speaking yeah. of tough guys, and I went. Yeah, because um, mafia guys. Now, the mafia, endlessly fascinating, is it not? It is one of my favorite subjects to read about and study. Right. It seems like that the, the mafia was the original true crime sensation. You know, before this whole true crime era, everybody loved talking about the mafia. Mm-hmm. And it's weird how some of the the best films ever made are in the mafia genre. Yep. You notice that? Home Alone. I wonder why that is. Home Alone. Um, yeah. There's because a- because I feel like the mafia is the only people that lived the action movie life. True. Like 100%. Right, right. They actually lived like they were actually just like killing people for, I won't say no reason, but reasons that we would be like, what the fuck? Right, right. They they killed people with ease and they, they right. c- literally controlled the country. And uh, it's right. just, it's, it's, it's interesting to find out how they did that because they do things that we, that a lot of us are too pussy to do ourselves. Not because, you know. It's not like we want to do it, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. I mean, it is a weird line where it's like I kind of admire some of the some of the values and things, but on the other hand, like they did some pretty scummy stuff here and there. Yeah, they did. I mean, it seems like the more respectable groups tried to just keep it within the the other crime organizations. Yeah. But I think a lot of innocent people got hurt too. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, let us start with a confession. This one is from. Uh, Albert Schroeder, Denton, Texas. Before surf games gangs became a menace in Hawaii, there's a group known as The Company. The root started in the 1960s, mainly Asian organizations such as Yakuza and Triad. A local of Korean descent named George Jung started to organize the crime in Hawaii under his banner by recruiting among the local populace of native Hawaiians, Samoans, and Asian immigrants to the island. When Chung died in 1967, first a Samoan took over uh, a local islander named Wilfred Palava, grabbed the reins. Nicknamed Nappy, Puala ran the company from 69 to 73, taking over not only the drug trade on Hawaii, but gambling and prostitution too. They even managed to exert some influence on mainland mobs at the time. Their influence still held the island until the early 90s. On a side note, there is also Larry Mahu, known as the Godfather in Hawaii. There have been many attempts to tie him to localized crime, but like a good mob boss, he was able to escape direct persecution for his supposed crimes. Hawaiian mafia, not what I think of 
Right. When I think of the mafia. That place seems too happy to have a mafia. Right. Everybody's mafia. just hula dancing constantly. Right. So this isn't really mafia related, but I have a friend who lived in Hawaii uh-huh. like re- like in the last five years. Right. And there's like these gangs of kids, like like kids that are native to Hawaii mm. that are like they just walk around looking to beat the crap out of like whoever. Really? So Hawaii is a little bit more like Hmm. Kind of. It's not all luau's and grass skirts and uh, those flowery things they put around your your neck when you get off the plane. Put around your neck and they. Right. Yank yeah. Them. yeah. I mean, yeah. I knew from the Brady Bunch, I knew that there was a problem with curses, <laughs> but right. uh, a big curse problem on Hawaii. But I, I never thought about the mafia with Hawaii. Me neither. It seems like there's there's a mafia for everything, you know. And it's always like ethnicity based. You know what I mean? What is it? What is that about? Yeah, there's no like. I was gonna say there's no yeah there's no like. I just I just I I feel like uh, it's because they only trust their own people. Right. Which right. Uh, I mean I understand to an extent, you know, because mm-hmm. it's just like because like a lot. I, I mean this is all an assumption at the end of the day, but I feel like the mafia, uh, it started just with like a bunch of Sicilians who were like family members or something like mm-hmm. that so they were like we got to keep it within the family so mm-hmm. i felt like i feel like in some way shape or form you could you can see that like every mafia member is probably connected through family some way mm-hmm. because i think i think you have to be like a hundred percent sicilian well, to i be think that mafia. was the case until like the 80s and 90s when everybody was was snitching and everything was falling yeah. apart and then they got so desperate they had to start taking non-sicilians yeah because i like immediately i my comes to mind is goodfellas like he was irish right but they like trusted him because he had yeah. been doing it since he was a kid yeah mm-hmm. yeah you so could be like an affiliate yeah, but you, you couldn't you be a made, made. made right right but i think you can now yeah is there a comedy mafia uh, I I think the mafia was involved in in like 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 Roddy Dangerfield probably definitely had some mafia. Yeah, I ties. think like uh, Sinatra Frank Sinatra. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I think like the old Rat Pack kind of world, like Vegas. I think yeah. that was connected to the mafia. Like Dean Martin for sure had some mafia. Absolutely, um, Andrew Dice Clay, of course, <laughs> because he's Italian. No, because he's Lisa Lampanelli, I'm sure. I didn't even think of the Italian. <laughs> I didn't even know he was Italian. I thought you he was guys like, know the mafia members hated stand-up comedy because they would be there and the comedian would like talk shit about them and uh. then they would like fuck them up are you talking really about, are you, do you know that that jerry steinfeld story about that no nah. oh my god this, there's like a book about like it was some stand-up book i read yeah and jerry seinfeld in like when he was younger his whole thing was if he was getting heckled he would just get really quiet and then and then everyone would feel awkward and the person who was heckling would stop yeah. So he tried it one time because this guy was heckling him. And then all of a sudden, this drink comes flying and like almost kills him and just smashed against the wall. At Jerry Seinfeld. At Jerry Seinfeld. And so then the, the manager comes over and like Jerry Seinfeld's like, oh, I'm going to love it when this guy gets kicked out. And they're like, Seinfeld, <laughs> you're off the stage. Yeah. He's like, what are you talking about? They're like, that guy is a hitman for the mob. Like, we are not kicking him out. You're done. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, Garrett. You have a fascination with the mafia. You've read many books about the mafia. What is your favorite mafia true crime story? Uh, Joe Dogs. Joe Dogs. Tell us yeah. about Joe Dogs. So Joe Dogs is about a guy named J- Joe Iannuzzi, who was uh, I, I want to say in the Gambino family. He started in the mafia like late. Like he, I want to say he got 
heavy heavily involved with the mafia in like his late thirties, early forties. Wow. So that gives uh, me hope. <laughs> I can do something with my life still. So yeah, he was just he was basically just like living a life. He worked for he worked directly under I think his name was Tony Argo. And uh yeah, like they were just going around killing people, stealing shit. Uh he was heavily involved in like gambling and fixing the books for horse riding and that they made a lot of money doing that shit. But just like every other mafia or true crime story, kids, if you're listening, the shit never lasts. Yeah. But uh, he uh, eventually got caught up in some drama, had to get locked up, and then became an informant. So then mm-hmm. he was involved in the mafia as an informant. and uh, Oh, he was like undercover? Yeah. And uh, then uh, a lot of people God, started to catch awkward. wind. So a lot of people started to catch wind of it. And um, t- Tony Argo... He didn't for what I, he didn't get killed, but uh Tony Argo fucked him up real bad one mm. time to the point where he almost died. Mm-hmm. But he never died and he ended up getting a, a big percentage of the Gambino family locked up. Wow. So yeah. what happened to him? Did he live to be an old man? Yeah, it's an old book, so I, I um yeah, I mean I'm pretty sure he's still alive. I never mm-hmm. it's crazy. I never really looked up what he's doing now, but at the end of the book, he was I uh, he had to go on witness protection and Yeah, it seems like every one of those stories and, and I think like some of the later mob bosses started to accept this. Like you're yeah. either gonna die, you're gonna go to jail at some point for the rest of your life, or you're gonna be a snitch. Yeah. That's the only way. Yep. And like uh you know, like John Gotti would like talk about that, like, yeah, I, I don't save my money because like I'm eventually going to prison or I'm getting killed. Well you that know? guy like, John Gotti is uh the reason why I won't say he's the reason why, but John John Gotti started like the uh, he put them all out there because John Gotti was just like a fly motherfucker. He yeah, was, he liked he the was, attention. He liked yeah, being in the spotlight. He was a superstar. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. then after he got up there, he was like, oh, now that like now we know who the mafia is. They're the right. fly motherfuckers wearing the expensive suits and shit. Right. The so, ego got to him. Yeah. You know, it, it's alleged that he was uh, in in Goodfellas. He was the one that shot Jimmy, uh, or not Jimmy. Who was the who was Joe Pesci's character? Tommy. Okay. Uh, he was his murderer, probably. Yeah. Oh, God, they whacked him. Yo, God, his face was disgusting. Yeah. Have an open, God, he was open grimy, camera. man. I mean, let's face it. Joe Pesci's face was never that great. <laughs> oh, I think he's hot. <laughs> his mom wouldn't give him an open casket funeral, even if he weren't shot. You know in the how? Face. You know how? <laughs> God, he was a grimy dude, man. Yeah, he was. He was the. Uh, I think he was the only one to to kill his boss without the without permission. Huh? But everybody was just like so scared. They just he right, just, right. They let him become the boss. Hmm. It was wild. Interesting. So he got to break the rules. Yeah. Didn't he? Wasn't there like a? Didn't his son get killed by like in a total accident by a neighbor, and oh, they no. like chopped him up with a chainsaw? God damn. Yeah, I think like his son was like ru- like zipping around the streets on his on his like dirt bike or, bike or something, and one of the neighbors just like he just came out right in front of him and he and he ran him over and killed him, and he like felt terrible about it, you know, and they like tried to like bring the Gotti's flowers and apologize and stuff, and and they still like pulled him into a van and cut him up with a chainsaw. Sheesh. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of sugar you got there, man. Yeah. <laughs> It's a lot of sugar. Are you talking about Gotti? <laughs> that's, All right. That's a Diet Coke. Let's read, a, let's read another confession here. This one is from Bill Florio, Bronx, New York. And this uh, this gentleman, I believe, is... Uh, are you guys familiar with the Chris Gethard show? No. No? On True TV? It's not Get Hard? It's not Get Hard. <laughs> I believe he's the bassist in the house band for that show. 
Uh, Greg, Bill says, Greg Scapra killed made men by tainted blood transfusion. Uh, Gregory Scapa, Scarpa Sr., uh, nicknamed the Grim Reaper and also the Mad Hatter, was an American capo and hitman for the Colombo crime family and an informant for the FBI. He also had weird sex fetishes and forced his wife into threesomes and such. The FBI were using him to kill off other monsters they had trouble catching. I don't know if you meant to say monsters or mobsters there. <laughs> um, and... Uh, sorry. The FBI went. Uh, the FBI's guys went down too. I believe there wasn't much honor in that corner, if any. Plus, he probably liked killing. Uh, was more of a serial murder within the mob. A lot of a uh, lot of psycho. It seems like the line between just straight up serial killer and uh, and and hitman is often blurred. <laughs> you know what I mean? It seems you need like it. Yeah, if you're going to have someone who's going to do a lot of hits, right. they got to be pretty nuts to begin with. Yeah, yeah. It probably gets to you. You can't be really sensitive and be a hitman. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You can't be a nice guy hitman, let's you, face it. You guys watch Sopranos, right? Do you remember, like... No. You ever watch that? I've never, I mean, I know about it, though. Well, the, and the, and the, there's a scene in, like, the first episode where I guess this guy, like, owed some money. Yeah. And they, there's a bridge, and he's like... Oh, please don't do this. And he's like, we'll let you go if you can fly. And just like laugh about it as right, right. And it's like it's like when you're watching, you're like, damn, like that yeah, kind of dark I, humor when Do you think those guys it, it almost seems like an environmental thing? Like uh in Breaking Bad, that kid that like is part of that that like white supremacist mafia, like the younger guy. I haven't seen the show. There's like a younger guy who's who's like part of the part of the group. Jesse, right? No, the 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 younger guy that kept Jesse hostage. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, oh, uh, yeah. It, it did seem like an Aryan thing going on. Yeah, yeah. No, it was. It was. It was. It was supposed to be like an Aryan nation kind okay. of biker gang thing. Oh, okay. But yeah, he was yeah. like the younger kid, and he was like nice, the guy but he could Home like Alone. kill it was people. The guy from Home Alone Three. Oh, really? Maybe the, it was the older him. brother from Home Alone Three. Uh, yeah. Oh wow, uh, Home Alone Three. The, it's weird how there's an entire Home Alone franchise that none of us know about. There's literally like seven movies in the Home Alone really? canon. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. There's wow. a bunch of direct video one ones in my, in my world. Oh, oh, yeah, he you was, weren't uh, okay with New York? It was okay. It was, it was no, okay. It was nowhere near as good as one. It was still pretty great, though. I mean, the pigeons. That's what's was cool. The yeah. Pigeon, the pigeon mafia. Yeah, I think it was a decent follow-up. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> Macaulay Culkin in the mob. Right, yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised he hasn't done a mafia movie yet. Uh, what are we talking about again? The uh, guy from Breaking Bad. Thing. Oh, right, right, right. He was like, it was a weird thing where it's like he was like, a, he seemed like a nice kid, you know? Yeah. And he was like compassionate and he yeah. like felt bad for Jesse when they were like crappy to him. But at the same time, he just could like kill people without batting an eye, you know? And it's like, is it, do you have to be, a, are those people sociopathic or is it, if you're in that environment, can that just become your norm? I, go ahead. I definitely think it's like one of those things where, it's the environment because mm -hmm. if you have, I mean, even twins in the womb, like one will try to kill the other. I've heard, mm -hmm. like kid, yeah, like kids are born. Yeah, it's evil, true. It's true. I mean, little kids are makes them better. Right. Yeah, kids are like innocent and and sweet in some ways, but they're also incredibly selfish and yeah, violent. They're survivalists, too. Like, man. Like they'll right, they'll yeah. kill you. They don't care. Yeah, I, I kind of understand to an extent when you don't understand empathy and. uh just when you don't know what the fuck the world, what you're supposed to do mm. in the world, you're just doing everything you want to do. I kind of understand how that could be looked at as fucking evil. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Society makes us 
Like yeah, decent. yeah it, it really up until recently, I mean, men and boys were it was the norm for you to just become a you know warrior, <laughs> like yeah. you know, like most most societies like groomed most of their young males yeah. to just you know kill other tribes and whatnot. You know, yeah, man. Like it's only until recently that we we kind of like have stopped that. You guys see Bone Tomahawk? Mm-mm. Oh God, no! It's just like about these like settlers and there's like this like indian tribe that's just like brutal just like scalps people right right that was some you know every little group of people had their way of surviving and some of them were real violent because that's how they had to survive yeah i do (laughs) think like on a tribal level like that like some native american groups were peaceful more peaceful than others and some were more violent and it does seem like that's true like with with the old kind of world in general like some some people were just some groups Native. like valued peace more than others. Native Americans, they were savages back in the day. Like they, and it's crazy because like the history books don't really discuss that that much. They try to they try to force the narrative that uh, the Native Americans are just innocent people that got bombarded by Americans, which is true. But before that, they were like like when the people used to build the railroads, uh, the Native Americans didn't like it, and they used to just fucking cut their heads off for no reason and shit because they didn't want them in their neighborhood. That, uh, that movie Apocalypto, like that was like, I think the the thesis of that movie was that like, yeah, America was a pretty brutal place even yeah. before Columbus came over here. Right. Like, I think every everything was back then. Man. Yeah. History is a nightmare we're just waking up from. <laughs> People weren't like nice to each other until recently. It's even around the like, um, actually small parts of the world where things are. Copacetic these days. There's still parts of the world that are just as brutal now as sure. Some, somebody might fact check me because what I just said didn't make sense. The railroads happened after the Columbus thing, but the Native oh. Americans were <laughs> savages. Yo, they said that an estimated twenty thousand people were sacrificed every year with the Aztecs on that temple. Wow, twenty thousand people a year. That's Man. fucking like thirty a day. They would just bring up to the temple. Just imagine if you got twenty thousand downloads a year. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, let's get back to the mafia. Uh, Mike G. Yeah. What is your favorite mafia story? Ooh, oh, I my favorite is because of depart the departed. Oh. I love the story of Whitey Bulger. Departed. Ah. Just because, like, what was so crazy about that guy was like, and I don't know if <laughs> I, I haven't done any fact checking about this at all, but like, I know he was an FBI informant. Right. But he was also just like killing people, and the FBI was just like letting him do it. Really? Because he was an informant. Like, like. Somebody please. Oh, that's this. our whitey always that makes, killing. I mean, I, I, that that makes sense, you know, because like, uh, if you don't let him do what he did, because he's probably like that before he got caught. So if you if yeah, he changes sudden, up, everybody's gonna know what's up. Yeah. So you got to let him keep doing what he does, which is wild because you put a lot of people like you got a lot of people killed. Yeah, <laughs> they man. got a lot of people killed to catch you wherever they did. Yeah. What is, I don't know much about the Whitey Bulger story. All what I know is, is from The that? Departed and Black Mass. Was was that about him or was he a character in The Departed? Yeah, yeah he's Jack Nicholson in The Departed. Oh, okay. Was it like loosely based on him or was it really supposed to be I think I think it was actually I don't know. I don't know about that. But mm. I think it was it was either based or like it was cuz he was like sort of the Irish sort of like leader but he was also an FBI informant, which is mm-hmm. exactly the character in The Departed. So right, There's right. also the Johnny Depp character in Black Mass. Like, that was actually, like, about... Right, him. that was, like, like a bio. The Departed bio was pitch. a story. Right. Black Mass was, like, a biography. Piece. Right, right. Did you guys ever hear about the uh, Whitey Bulger, Dana White story? Nah. Dana White used to do... Uh, before he did UFC, he used to train kids to fight in Boston. And, I mean, he was getting money from it because, you know, he was he was good at it. So then one day a mafia dude came through and was like, yo, y'all need to pay up. 
Y'all need to pay me right now. And uh, uh, he didn't do it, but then they came back, and then I guess they, like, threatened to kill him and shit like that. And then Dana White said the next day he moved to Las Vegas to start at USC. Whoa. He wow. said he left all his shit in Boston and just moved to Las Vegas. That's wild. Yeah, wow. that's crazy, man. Yeah. That's a funny thing to think about. Like, like he was probably, like, a badass, but, like, one badass against the mob – you're, not you're still mob, not going to win. So you're not beating the mob. Right. You're not right. beating anybody that has ties in with police. It, it's impossible. Yeah. You can't. Mm. It's no point. Do you think that's how they get group. away with so much? Because yeah, I can't yeah. go to D.C. without getting a traffic ticket, you know? <laughs> how do they... How do they what's that? You're not connected, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, how do they... You know? I mean, it must Money, be a lot of police dog. corruption. Do you think the mafia could even exist without police corruption? No. No. Nope. They... they, they, they um, I mean... If if they had no ties with the cops, then a lot, I guarantee you a lot of that shit wouldn't happen. A lot mm-hmm. of the shit that the mob did happened because they had inside info. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. they would holler at a policeman, like, where does this guy live? What does this guy do? This, that, and the third. Like, they, they needed the police. And the police, ah, fuck, they needed the mob. Like, they, right. I feel like they just had some fucked up partnership going yeah, on. Yeah, It seems like the FBI, though, was never really bought by the mob. No, I don't think well, I'm wrong I mean, about at that. At the same time, you got, you know, what we were just talking about, Whitey Bulger, like, mm. was not behind right, yeah, still like, killing people. So, yeah, like, you have deals and things. There's definitely, I feel like I feel like the police, mob, whatever, it's like there's always, like, an element of corruption in mm. every institution. So it's not like all cops were in on the take with the mob. Right, But, like, right. there was a significant portion that probably was. I don't yeah. Know you got to think yeah. about it. You only a cop eight hours a day. Once you take that motherfucker badge off, the mafia could find your ass if you're not trying to partner with them. So unfortunately, like, it's kind of like, it's it's funny because like they would come up to people like, "Hey, can can you help us out?" Knowing good and goddamn well you have to say yes. And it's right. just like, I don't know, man. This just I don't know where the fuck I was going with this, but mm. yeah, man. Police corruption. They they didn't have a choice. I don't I don't think. I think you're right, man. Yeah, you know, uh, this is just another like just mafia thing, like the yakuza. I always thought what was so crazy about the Yakuza is like if you messed with them, they wouldn't kill you. They'd just kill your entire family oh and my leave God, you really? alive. Wow. Well, there's so I think there's some people that wouldn't really I mean like They'd be like, Yeah, freedom. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there are like some pretty scummy people in that world that'll be like, All right, well I'm still alive. That's fine. You you guys uh since you talk about the Irish mob, have you have you guys heard uh seen the movie Um Kill the Irishman? Mm-mm. Nah. It's about um, I think his name is Danny Green. He mm. was involved in the. Somebody might fact check that name, but I think his name is Danny Green, and he was involved with the uh, Irish mob. And he was a fucking badass man. Like mm. he was like, he would kill. He would like he. he From what I remember, he wasn't like shooting people or nothing like that. He would just beat the shit out of people, and it got to a point where the his own mob turned on him. But he was like, "Fuck this shit! I'm not going anywhere." And he like went on the news and told everybody, "I ain't going right. I ain't going nowhere. This is why I live right here. Fuck y'all." Oh my god! And of course, he fucking died like two, right. t- uh, two weeks later or some shit in a car bomb or something like that. That reminds wow. me. I don't know why this reminds me of this, but like I used to work with this dude who was like born and raised in Dundalk. Yeah. And he was like, "Man, I was born and raised in Dundalk. I never locked my doors once. <laughs> Had a bunch of shit stolen, but right. never locked my doors." Uh yeah, you didn't have to lock your doors in those days. You also <laughs> didn't have to keep personal property. <laughs> so it would be good. It's weird. Like it, I, I always have such a distorted view of like 
what was life really like in like the 50s and 60s in in suburban america because it's like part of it's like this idealistic kind of like uh you could play you could play in the yards and stay out late and no one would mess with you it was a beautiful time but then you read all these books and it's like apparently there's a pretty massive seedy underbelly controlling everything Mm -hmm. and doing terrible things to people pretty regularly yeah i think it was like less uh Less press, less coverage, a lot of shit. Right, got right. Swept under the rug because it was so much easier to mm-hmm. hide shit. Mm-hmm. Um, do, any, do any presidents have ties? I'm sure they do, but Kennedy, I don't know. JFK, Kennedy did. Okay, did he really? Yeah, hell yeah, Kennedy. Uh, so uh, when they had that whole thing going on in Las Vegas, when they owned all the casinos, mm-hmm. uh, s- some of the casinos would have like suites, and they said Kennedy would come there all the fucking time to mm-hmm. fuck bitches and gamble mm-hmm. secretly, and. Uh, yeah, he had a, he had a lot of ties, and I, and from what I heard, the fucking mob killed him. Yeah, I've heard that too. I don't really believe it though. You don't believe it? No, I think that that uh, what's his name killed him. I heard Who? a great story about Kennedy, the, the, the official guy. What's his name? Uh, Lee Harvey. Oh, Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah, always know. with the triple names with the. Why do I keep thinking he the same dude that John killed Lincoln? Booth, yeah. <laughs> I keep <laughs> thinking the same dude that well, killed Lincoln. He was two hundred and forty years old when he died, so that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> what are we saying, like? He had oh, a story Kennedy. about Kennedy. Yeah. He like apparently like he would just he had sex with so many yeah, chicks, yeah, he but did. he would have like a photographer take pictures. And then he had like some like building in like the White House or something like that, or like maybe like a storefront somewhere where it was just like dedicated to him and just pictures of him banging. Like, no like, way. That's what I've heard. Yo, that's he had, about the worst move a president can ever do. He was <laughs> he was he was like a, a big sex addict. He said yeah, I've heard that before. If he couldn't have sex, like he his body would hurt or something like that. Like he would go through withdrawal. Like he had his to superhero? fuck all the time. Is he not heard sex of masturbating? <laughs> So you're telling me there's a stash of pornographic JFK pictures out there. And here's another thing that no one believes me. I swear I've seen naked pictures of Princess Diana. <laughs> JFK probably fucked her, dude. <laughs> Where do you think you've seen naked pictures of Princess Diana? I was in Maine in when oh, I was Oh, well, Maine, sure. Kid, That's what that would and be. there was this kid who was like, I met, and he showed me the stack of like pornos that his dad had. Mm-hmm. And it was Princess Diana. And I just remember her pubic hair was like perfectly there, combed. You're telling me that... <laughs> <laughs> like it was straight. It wasn't curly. You think that there was issues of hustler or something with a Princess Diana fold out? Yeah. That was definitely like, remember in the <laughs> early 2000s when they would have all those faked celebrity yeah, news before people like understood Photoshop right, and like right. Britney Spears right. with like yeah. young, all their person's really body? I swear, I thought it was because of, of the straight pubes. That gave it away. A, very, very regal. Have, very regal yeah, like pubes. Probably had, right. like a, probably had like a, a butler that was That's how the royal family does it. All right. Let's get into our last confession here. Uh, this one is from Abby Higgs, Baltimore, Maryland. What's up, Abby? You guys ever heard of Baltimore? Um, the Iceman Richard Kluklinski, simply because I'm fascinated and intrigued by genuine psychopaths. And Kuklinski was one. He was a serial killer, and the mafia was smart to reel him in as a hitman slash rougher upper. But he also seemed like a f- fantasist who wants to make his own legacy bigger than it is, which was messed up and big to begin with. Uh, he claimed to have killed Hoffa, for instance. That really made mm. folks skeptical. Anyway, as for 
Uh, Buscetta, her other uh, favorite mafia story, is concerned. I just recently learned of the 1980s trial from a Netflix documentary. The whole storyline is effed up, too. But as opposed to Kalinsky's claims, Buscetta's was verifiable. And they revealed that many of the conspiracies surrounding the mob families of both the U.S. and Italy were very much true. Kuklinski. Kuklinski. A lot of people into Kuklinski. Can we not stray away from the fact that that girl says she loves psychopaths? She fucks dudes that go to prison. Well, I think she's saying she is intrigued by psychopaths. We all know what that means. (laughs) Um. The Iceman. You guys familiar with the Iceman? And I'm not talking about X Men here. Uh, no. Oh man, he's a. You gotta watch. There's like the Iceman Confessions or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and he just sits down and describes just the most horrible things in chilling detail. He's like a terrifying looking man. He's like this gigantic Polak, uh, just like with these dead eyes. He was in prison for life, so he just started giving interviews and things. But didn't well. you just or didn't she just say that like he kind of liked to make his legend a little bit bigger? That so was the thing. Maybe some of this I, stuff. You is know, made I up. think so, but it's weird because he it's he probably didn't need to because it was it was a weird thing where he had like this whole story that was just insane. But then I think he kind of like well, I spilled all my beans. I want more attention. They give me perks for these little. I think it was like an HBO documentary. Uh, so I'm gonna have to start making up some stuff now. I, yeah, I heard a funny joke on. Ari Shafir's Instagram page. It wasn't him. It was another comic. But mm-hmm. he was like, when you, when people tell these stories, you're like, nobody could make that up. He's like, somebody made up Star Wars. Right, right. People can yeah. make shit up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Um, But yeah, Klinsky, the Iceman. You got to look up the Iceman tapes. They're I chilling. keep thinking of George Gervin. Who's that? The Iceman. Is another Iceman? He's an NBA. He was an NBA player. Yeah. Iceman is uh, okay. one of those names. Like, there's got to be a hundred. Also, Chuck Iceman. Liddell. Right. He's the Iceman. Ice the Iceman. Right, right. A lot of Icemen. Yeah. What about the Good Humor Man? Don't hear that one a lot. Oh, uh, you're thinking of the Ice Cream Man. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. uh, stop me when you're passing by. There's got to yeah. be an Icicle Man too, I- right? Icicle. Stabs people with icicles. <laughs> right. Um, the uh, uh, was it, was there an Iceman in Top Gun? I feel like there was. Ice. Yes, there was. Wow. Yes, there was. Why is that? That's really not that great of a name. Why is it? Because you're cold, dude. You're just yeah. like, you don't care. You don't give a fuck. That's the whole thing. Like, you just. Vanilla ice. Ice vanilla cube. Ice, ice tea. Yes. Yeah, you can call vanilla ice the ice man. You can call ice cube the ice man. Sure. Sure. Dude, dice clay the dice man. Right. <laughs> the dice <laughs> man. That's, that's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you call uh, uh, baby spice the spice man. You know, <laughs> you, you call Jimmy the Selesky the, the the lice man. You call her the spice man. Is you're the ice man. <laughs> oh man! All right, you guys. Jimmy, do you have any any mafia anecdotes you want to throw at us? None that I can think of, actually. All right, actually. Okay. Well, why don't we wrap it on up? Anything anybody else wants to say before we? Before uh, we uh, throw this one in the morgue, so to one, speak, before we sleep. I have sleep. one question. What's that? Uh, do you guys think the mob is still heavily involved in Las Vegas gambling? I don't think there. I think there's probably still ties, but I don't think it's nothing like casino days. I, I From what I hear, they all eventually kind of went legitimate. Like, they all kind of traded their, their criminal ways to just be regular companies. Hmm. True. And yeah. A, another thing. I'm sorry, I'm asking a lot of questions, but uh, <laughs> do you think Baltimore has a mob? 
Uh, well, there's the black gorilla family in the prison system, mostly. Mm-hmm. There is, um, but I, I, I did hear some anecdote about there was some reason why the mafia never really came to Maryland. I can't remember what it Dude was. Broke. <laughs> but see, the thing we is, we, we have. I think I think we have one of the biggest like ports, which yes, is we do. Right, yeah. Yes, we do. Yeah, sort of. Like they did a lot of work mm. in Baltimore. Wasn't there that? Well, that's why I saw all the heroin goes season, up ninety five. There was that one season of the wire. Yeah, the second they, season. Yeah, were, the shipping. Were, yeah, shipping. That was ports. like mob tied, but it's like yeah. foreign mobs, right? It was like. There's like a Russian mob or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I think Baltimore's mostly gangs. That's what I think. But mm, the yeah. gangs got ties to the mafias and the other. And what really is the difference? I guess just like gang is a looser affiliation. Mobs Organized. Like like yeah, it's family. like what is the definition of a, of a mafia or a Versus mob? Versus a gang, you know? yeah. Right, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, this was a good episode, you guys. Thank you so much for coming by, Garrett. No doubt. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Of course. Uh, come back again sometime. Jimmy, thank you. Mike G, you're a good man. (laughs) (laughs) Mike G, you're welcome. All right, this is The Confessional, guys. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much. Peace. Peace.